Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of I Think I'm Human Too. I have a comforter here because my husband likes to keep this house at like the most cold that he can even come up with. It's ridiculous. I need to get this closer to me. Let's go like this. Let's hope that's a little bit better. We are back from Vegas. We made it back alive um, and well, actually, which is, I don't know, not a lot of people can say that about their Vegas experiences. So I'm glad we could say that about ours. We stayed at the MGM um, and I like heard mixed reviews on it. Some people were like, it's great. Some people were like, it's not great. When we got there, we got there later at night. So like check-in was way earlier in the daytime. But um, we got to our rooms and both rooms that I reserved were like dirty. (laughs) If you follow me on Instagram, then you probably saw the bathroom in my husband's and I's. Like I went to go to the bathroom and there was like dried pee on the toilet. And I was like, okay, well, of like all two things that I care about in a hotel room is like the cleanliness, the cleanly, cleanliness. I care about the toilet and I care about the bed. Okay. And one of the two was down bad. And then my brother and like aunt and uncle and cousin's room, they were staying in a suite. I got them a suite so they could like have more space. And they said it looked like a party was thrown in there right before because there was like balloons and like confetti on the floor, but they said everything else looked fine. So it was very odd. And then I like posted it on Instagram because I'm like, well, something that like bothers me is MGM actually works with creators and like influencers and celebrities and blah 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 and I'm sure when they're working with them they have wonderful experiences and then these creators and influencers and celebrities are going and promoting this company and this hotel and then people go spend their hard-earned money to stay there and that's the experience that they have so I was kind of embarrassed by that because I'm like thank god I wasn't working with them this time around and I was spending my own money because I have no obligations to post them but I would have immediately contacted my agency and been like I'm not posting this. This is gross. Like I couldn't even imagine a follower coming here based on my recommendations and they walk into a dirty toilet. Like that's sad. Um, Especially if, again, like I said, especially if you're paying your own hard-earned money to be there. Like, I don't know. So I didn't like that. Other than that, Vegas was okay. It was really hot. We ended up going for NBA Summer League. My cousin, I had said that last week on last week's episode, she really wanted to go. She loves basketball. We love basketball. So we said yes um we all went as a family it was actually so much fun my aunt and uncle and cousins are gamblers and my husband and I and my brother are not like if I give five dollars to a machine and it eats it I'm like oh my god that was five dollars oh my gosh excuse me I'm still recovering from Vegas clearly that was my only issue with Vegas is um again if you're not like a gambler it's kind of like oh this is a different I knew Vegas was like all gambling but I just didn't realize to what extent and it was like I thought like I thought it was casinos and hotels I didn't realize the hotels were the casinos so that was something else for me too like when I go back to my hotel room or my hotel I like to just be very secluded like I love eating breakfast in the lobby like I like going down to the lobby bar I like 
going and to the pool and it just being quiet. I didn't realize it was like party everywhere all the time, which is kind of funny to me because I just, I don't know. You would think I would enjoy that, but I don't. You guys, this is so bad. I'm so tired. I'm so sorry. They are two hours behind. So when we landed, it was like midnight our time. And then by the time we went to bed, it was like 4 a.m. our time. Um, and then every night it was just like a late night and an early morning and a late night and an early morning. NBA Summer League was so fun to watch. If you ever get the chance to go, it's so fun. It's like basically I kind of they play at a college. Um, so they played at like the UNLV, which is University of Las Vegas Arena. And so they played there. Um, but they have two different courts and it was actually really fun because like one court felt like an actual college court, almost like an NBA court. Like it was very large in there, but then their second court was a smaller high school level court. It felt like, um, a little bit, oh my God, I'm clearly exhausted. I cannot stop yawning and I feel like I'm getting sick. My throat is on fire. It's like very tight and sore and I don't know if it's just because I was surrounded by like smoke all week because that really messes with my throat and my like chest, but I'm praying I'm not actually sick. Um, anyways, so the smaller court was so fun because you're watching these. So, so summer league is like normally younger, not younger, but like just signed players and, or players that didn't get a ton of time in the regular season. And now they're like going to like work and more and harder and get their playing time. I, that's how I understand it. I might be wrong, but But it's fun to watch these athletes and pro athletes at bat on a small, like almost high school feeling court. It was just kind of fun. And it's on like NBA TV. It's on ESPN. So I ordered my therapy water bottle. Have you ever heard that? Like an emotional therapy or emotional support water bottle. Everyone's got Stanley's, but I couldn't imagine spending 40 to $60 on a mug. I thought that on like a water cup I thought that was wild I can understand the hype like it's a name brand everyone always goes crazy over them but I got the I want to say it's slim I got it off of Amazon I want to say it was $20 which I still kind of find outrageous but that's okay and I really do like it it seems extremely sturdy I do drink a ton of water I have it linked this is not like a sponsored ad or anything but hey slim hit me up if you want um but I actually really like it I've been drinking a ton more water I even brought this to Vegas with me kept in the hotel room and I just kept filling it with like smart water from that's the other thing about Vegas holy shit it is expensive I thought New York was expensive but Vegas is wild and I think it's probably because most people there are gamblers and like are winning money not most people but I assume a lot of people are winning money and are like I don't care if it's a $10 water bottle I'm like that's insane it's not even that much in New York today's Sunday we got home and I kind of wanted to get the podcast out and done early today. So I'm recording this morning. Raphael's upstairs with the girls. We're probably going to go run our errands this week that we have to do. I don't know why I'm yawning. You guys, I'm so sorry. I wanted to talk about a couple things this week. So super random thing that I want to cover, but I kind of wanted to talk about it. So just like as of last week to like follow up, it's kind of interesting to me because it's not even interesting to me. Last week's episode, I had posted some stuff that was going on and I did it in the most, what's the proper word that I'm looking for? I don't even want to say like, oh God, I don't want to say the wrong word because then I'll be ridiculed for that too. Um, I did it in the most respectful way that I possibly knew how. I didn't use any names. I only stated things that I had physical hard proof of. I never once said anything from stories that 
have actually happened, but there was no like recordings of or blah, blah, blah. I came on last week and I tried to cover some questions that have been asked. One of my most asked questions was something that I answered last week. And I knew right away I was going to get some backlash for it because that's just life. It is what it is. Every action has a reaction. I'm understanding of that. I was reacting to other people's actions and then there was also a reaction to that as well. And with that being said, immediately the day that it released, I was sent like lawsuit threats that same day, Um, which is just so like, I honestly was expecting that and that's like the saddest part to me is that it was it was an I was expecting that and I'm not shocked I'm not surprised and I immediately contacted I didn't respond I didn't say anything because I knew that obviously if we're about to go to court over something then I'm okay with the things that I've said and done I'm okay defending my own actions Um, but in, in reality I don't believe that there's even a court case so I immediately took it to my legal team I took it to my manager we then took it to ownership um, and just kind of wanted to make sure that on all ends, I'm in the clear as much as I can possibly be. Everybody gave me the green light. I was told it's up to my discretion. If I want to take down the episode, I'm more than welcome to take down the whole episode or keep it up. I'm choosing to keep it up because at the end of the day, this is exactly what I wanted from my podcast. I've been through some shit in my lifetime. There's been everybody has. I'm not the only one, but that's my thing right there the fact that someone and some people can't hear back how they've treated others and their first reaction is I'm gonna sue you okay um I think you should really be thinking about your actions and I think right now there's some things even right now that I'm uncomfortable doing listening back to last week's episode I'm very uncomfortable speaking about the topic I'm still very uncomfortable because I've been conditioned my whole life to sit down, shut up, do what I'm told, um, not to feel the way that I want to feel. And I'm sick of that. I'm over that. I'm tired of that. I refuse to be that anymore. So that was the whole reason I wanted to do this podcast. And I have continued to try to do it in the most, again, most respectful way that I know how and to my knowledge and to my own heart. I feel like I am. I have not used any legal names. Nobody's nobody's job is in in danger due to the things that I've said because there is no ties like there's no there's no legal names being used there's no fo- like I'm doing it in the most respectful way that I know how and I don't want to silence myself I f- I was asked um, even the day that I hit a million I got a text message not even like a hey congrats I got a whole message saying that I'm no longer to talk about my father publicly to save him for our own private memories and and I can respect other people's opinions. I can understand that maybe they want that. But at the end of the day, just unfollow me. Don't watch my stuff. The people that threatened me with legal action, um, I just find so comical. It's like, well, I posted it that morning and that evening I was getting lawsuit threats. So I find it funny. It's like, wh- if you're so concerned about what I have to say, um, like, why are you? Wa- I just I don't get why you're watching my stuff. Um, thanks for the views, I guess. I, I just don't understand it. So with that being said, I just, I am going to continue to do my thing, speak on things that I want to speak on. I'm trying right now to get all my legalities worked out in the sense of even I was, this is so funny to me. This is just like the haha. 
So my family has a phone plan and we've all been on the phone plan. My husband and I are on it because there are so many people on it that it like saved money. So my husband and I transferred over a couple years ago. As of yesterday, I've been kicked off the phone plan. My husband's been kicked off the phone plan. So really there's only like a couple ties that are still tying us to the family and we're just trying to work out and maneuver our best way that we know how to like get any and all ties cut. It's hard because I've had this feeling my entire life. Ever since I was a child, I've always known my older brother and I who are my dad's and my mom's children. Um, So my only full blood brother, he and I have always been kind of like on the outskirts just a little bit. Like we were always included. We always got Christmas gifts and stuff like that. Like I'm not saying it was like that, but you could always tell things were different. You could always tell we weren't necessarily welcomed, even my father. And I find that really hard. I... I, um, you could always tell that like he was kind of on the outs too, but since he was whatever. So we'll get into that later on. It is what it is. But now that my dad's gone, it's just like very, it's like bold banner, like get the fuck out of this family. Um, and so we're just right now, we're really just trying to do that in the best way we know how. Um, originally when my father first died, I really was shocked because I thought this would put us closer together. If anything, it's pulled us further apart. And at the end of the day, it kind of makes sense now that I've had time to reminisce and think and, and mourn my own, like my own dad. And, and not only do I feel like I'm mourning my dad, I feel like I'm mourning the family. I feel like I'm mourning my brothers. Um, I just, we're just going through some stuff right now. And so until I get it all cleaned up to where I do feel comfortable about speaking about everything under the sun, because that's exactly what I wanted this podcast to be. I want to pe- people to never feel alone. And the fact that I'm going through this, I know I'm not the only one. So if I have to be the one to speak up and say, hey, like if you're going through something like this, you're not alone. Sometimes it's not even like I have any advice. It's right now I'm living this life. I don't have advice. I don't. Ha- I haven't moved past it. I haven't grown out of it. So like I don't have advice to give other than just know you're not alone in these things. Um, it's a scary time because you're just you're learning a whole new a whole new world um I've I'm learning a whole new world without my dad and now I'm also learning a whole new world of like how malicious people can be um and I'm sure that they can say the same about me like they think that me publicly speaking online is malicious and disrespectful and I'm I'm well aware of how people can under perceive that but it was never intended to be that way I never was like oh yeah I'm starting a podcast to talk shit about my family that was my thing was like I wanted to talk about experiences and things that have happened and and my like my challenges in life and my traumas and like I just never wanted people to feel alone and the more that I speak up about that the more people are hearing things about like their their own actions back and and they're embarrassed or they're upset about it um and I'm I'm not a perfect person at all so I'm understanding like you can go back to, I don't know, if I met you in middle school, you could maybe be like, oh yeah, she was a bully or, or I don't know, I wasn't a bully, but um, like she was bad at math, right? Like you could have something on me or in high school, like I ruined your jacket when I wore your jacket. Like go ahead, tell the shit that you want to talk about. Like, I don't know. I'm not a perfect person. I never have claimed to be. And I know that there's things that I've done in this world that have maybe affected people and have hurt people. And I say, I said this to my sibling the other day. I had said, what I want as a big sister and as a sister in general or a human being is I want someone to be able to come to me and be able to talk to me about these things. I'm trying. 
I know that that's a new world for me because my communication hasn't always been amazing, but I'm really, really trying. And so for someone to be able to sit down and say, hey, Kat, this is how you've hurt me and your actions caused me to feel this way. I appreciate that. I might not understand and I might not see the same side and I might not have the same thoughts, but I want someone to be able to sit down and say, you've affected me in this manner and this is why. I've tried to have those conversations. I've tried to sit down with people and say, hey, this is where you went wrong. Hey, this is what happened. Hey, this is this this is how you've made me feel. And everybody deflects, like not everybody, but people deflect. And then they say, well, it was your fault or you're not listening to me or, and it's just like, at the, like people have lists. I literally have people in my family who have made lists of things from back when I was in high school. And I'm like, but I'm talking about now. I'm talking about today. These actions are still happening today. You're bringing up shit that you have nothing on me because as of right now, what are you going to say? Like I'm, I'm online talking, talking on my podcast and talking on TikTok. That's all you got against me. Okay. Like my actions have in my eyes been as removed as possible. Like I'm not even, I don't even want to interact. I just wanted to have conversations so we can maybe clear the air, maybe try to rebuild our family from here. Um, and again, like I'm going to drop it for this just because I can't get into nitty gritties until we're completely wiped from absolutely everything. And then at the end, I'm down to, I'm down to break down each and every episode in different manners because I have a lot to say on a lot of different topics and it's not even just the family. It's a bunch of different stuff that I just want to make sure that I'm covered on. I have been seeing Seed Symbiotic DS01 everywhere and I figured it was time to try it out because you guys know I love anything and everything gut health. Gut health does not just affect your digestive system. I don't understand. I don't think people understand how much it affects like your overall health and not only that, but like your skin, your readiness for the day. I just love when my gut is in line, I'm in line. When I'm in line, life is in line. So Seed is sharing a code with Human2 listeners and I'm super excited for you guys to try them out. You are going to get 25% off to see if you like them just as much as I do. Trust your gut with Seed's DS01 daily symbiotic go to seed.com slash human two that's all one word and use code 25 human two to get 25% off your first month so that's two five human two all one word that's 25% off your first month of seeds ds01 daily symbiotic at seed.com slash human two with code 25 human two so another thing that I did want to talk about is I think I just I want anyone and everyone under the sun to know that their voice does matter, but I also do think that it's okay to outgrow. That was something that someone had said to me after last week's episode of they thought that I've changed a lot because of online presence and I respect their thoughts and feelings, but I think that when I look back at the last two years of my social presence, I think there's a lot of other factors as to why I've changed and I don't equate any of that to social media. The only thing that you can really say is I've started to travel the world more. Sure. So yeah, I'm homeless. Yeah, I got you got that on me. Um, I I don't wear drugstore makeup anymore because it broke my skin out. So now I wear higher end makeup. Like, yeah, there's things that have changed from two years ago, but I think a lot of people are 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 pointing blame at my change and I don't think it's change I think it's growth which one day I'm going to look back and be like wow life has really changed for me and that's good if you're going through growth and you're going through change and people are 
people are saying, holy shit, you're way different. I want to look back at them and I want you to look back at them and say, well, why have you remained stagnant? We've had two years of change and growth and and like fucking my dad died. Like that changed my whole life. That changed my life. That changed it in so many ways. It changed my mindset. It changed my my view on life. It changed my view on love, children, the future. That changed a lot. I'll give you that. But social media, me logging in and posting videos, that didn't change anything other than it showed me a new world. It showed me that there's people out there who um, who are on your side and who've gone through things. That's why I want to talk about these things publicly. But I think if, if you're going through something similar, you just have to really remain grounded in who you are. And I said that a couple of podcasts ago. When I was getting pointed at constantly, I, I was constantly looking in the mirror and saying, what am I doing wrong? I feel good about who I am and what I'm doing and what I'm chasing after. Like, I feel good about that. So why do I keep getting pointed at? And my husband said, you have to look at your critic. And I said, I have a lot of them, but all of them are in the same circle, in the same group, living in the same house, doing the same shit, doing the same shit day after day after day with no growth, only stagnancy, no change. And I'm sitting here like, if if that's what it, if it takes to walk away, I mean, that it sucks to lose out on people you love and to walk away and to cut ties. But I want my family to keep growing. I want my friends and my circle. Evolution is a real thing. Growth is a real thing. Maturity is a real thing. Um, working on yourself, self-care, self-independent, like these are all supposed to be growing and changing. If you want to use the word change, yes, we're supposed to be. That's the point in life. So I guess if that means that I have to let go of some stuff until other people grow and change and mature. Um, and I'm not even sitting here saying like my growth is done. My maturity is definitely not done. If anything, I'm my father's child and my immaturity will be with me till the day I die because that's just who we are. Um, we love the funniness. We love the ba- like being comical. We love the immature humor. I know not everybody does and that's okay, but we did. So I don't know. I just, I just wanted to kind of talk about that. I know, I know that I say that all the time, like you're never alone in, in the world in anything that you go through. Um, I just wish I could hug all of you guys because I've had mad anxiety the last few days of like, when I first got like the text message over the lawsuit stuff, I was like, I didn't even give a fuck about the lawsuit. I was like, yeah, okay, like this is normal. It's the fact of who it came from. Um, and I, I, ha- I had a few, I knew it wasn't him. It wasn't my brother. It was my brother who had texted me and I knew it wasn't him. It was him being told these things. And, and that made me sad because I'm like right away, I'm like, holy shit, like they got him. They got him good. Like he's, he's wrapped up and, uh, that's life, right? So it's one of those moments where I just really wish I had my dad to talk to and to to just kind of like tell me what to say and what to do. And, and I keep trying to talk to him and I keep writing to him and I keep looking up. And, and every time like I get these weird feelings like in my chest and maybe it's just my own like subconscious like giving me a pat on the back and saying, Kat, you're right. But sometimes I feel like I literally will feel a tingle from my head to my toe when I'm talking to my dad. Like, I'll talk to him. I'm like, dad, what do I do about this? Or like, I'm like, this has got to be a joke. Like, this has to be a joke. And and that's some other stuff. Like, 
I've said before, my dad confided in my husband and I as friends. And the week that he had died, there was a lot going on that he shared a lot with us. So as a sister and as like a child or as a sister, like I already have my own feelings on situations, but then knowing my dad's thoughts on them, it, it almost puts like more on my chest of like, I almost wish I didn't know because now I feel like an obligation to my dad too of like, I wish my dad would have said something about all, literally all of this that's happening right now. It has been happening since before my dad's dead, like died. So it's nothing new. Um, but it's the fact that I knew my dad's thoughts and feelings on this too. And it's like, how do you say that now? Like, Hey, like, I know you're, you're mad at me, but like, let me just say like, I'm not the only one that thought this. And at this point people are going to be like, okay, well, anything I say is a lie. And so I'm just like, okay, whatever. I have no win here. Um, so I'm just right now, I'm just trying to cross on my T's and dot on my I's and just remove myself from the situation. Um, we'll be spending the day getting off of the family phone plan. Um, however may that may look for us by the time this episode is out. Um, we'll deal with it. This isn't going to have a part two. I am not going to go over any of that. Uh, um, again, I'll do as much as I can to clear everything up. So for my future, I have nothing to be, I'm going to lose out on a lot of my dad. Like my family has all the photos of my father. Um, and so like, even from when I was a child, I've asked for those. I won't get those. Um, there's even just been other stuff too. Like every time I'm on a trip, God, I just, they, I just, whatever we're going to, we'll cover that in the future. Um, so you win some, you lose some. I would rather save myself and my mental health and my own family. Like this house holds my family now. Like my husband and I are each other's family. That's the whole point. When you get married, my mom is irrelevant now. My brothers are irrelevant now. Not irrelevant, like, but like when it comes to my husband's and I's wants, wishes, morals, values, like that's where it is now. That is our family. That is the point in evolution and growth and change is, is to choose someone that um, you really want to fight for and you really want to, you really want to protect and keep safe and all that. So right now this is our circle. Obviously, like I'm not, my mom is amazing so let me just clarify that my Sheila is amazing um so whatever we'll go over that in the future next episode I this is so way off I just wanted to kind of talk about that because again this is something that was really heavy on my chest and that was even stated it's I know it's heavy on you but it's heavier on us and I'm like oh okay um so it was it's still heavy on my chest it's always going to be heavy on my chest the anxiety is still there the sadness is still there the loss it does feel like a loss to me Um, which I'm having to grow through and learn from. It is what it is. But totally off topic, next week's episode, I do want to give you guys like a a little bit of what I want to talk about because it's something that Raphael and I have been battling. I've been seeing more and more online about like birth control talk. And last few months, I, not the last few months, the last few weeks, I've been posting even like, I have mad baby fever. What the hell's going on? It came and went, thank God. Um, because I'm not ready for a child. My husband and I have talked. We're not really ready for children right now. But I want to talk about that in a whole episode of like my birth control journey, um, what we're doing now, the way we feel about kids. We get asked all the time on children, like, when do you guys want kids? Um, do you want children? Okay, well, now that you don't, like now that you say you don't. And then I was saying that I did. So now people I'm sure are kind of like, what's going on? Which is fine. Like, I think if you have had those moments as a woman where you're like, 
you have your hormones running through you and one day you're like, hell yeah, I really want kids. And then the next day you're like, no, like you're again, you're not alone in that. So I want to talk about that. I have been on birth control previously. I'm not right now. So if you are watching this and you have any like questions that you want us to go over in part one, by all means, DM me on Instagram and I will try to put them in to next week's episode. But if not, um, if you don't have any questions and you're just waiting for the episode, wait for the episode and then I will have a part two to it as well. So I'm assuming I don't feel like I'll be able to cover everything in one episode. So any birth control or anything along those lines, like pregnancy questions, anything that you have along those lines, it will be out for next week's episode. Um, so stay tuned for that. I am eager to kind of talk about that. Um, but yeah, with that, I'm probably just going to wrap this up. I, I wanted to talk about some of that stuff because again, it is heavily on my chest and it's the last time that this had happened last week's episode. I talked about like the whole TikTok situation and, um, that really like that, that affected me for a couple of months afterwards. And it really affected my online presence as well. And I think people could kind of tell. And then as soon as I started to kind of get like back in my rhythm and back in my groove, I got hit with a couple different things and then I spoke out about them. And now I feel like I'm kind of back in that rut of like, it's uncomfortable. Even just like right now, I know damn well, like this converse, like this podcast conversation is going to be ridiculed and I'm, I'm going to get backlash for it. I'm will, I'm well aware of that. It's nothing new to me. But I think it's just I have to talk about it. I can't not. And that's like when I've I've like talked to my dad and I've talked to my dad up there, not like physically, but like I've kind of just been like, dad, what do I do? Like, do I do I remain quiet? Do I shut up shut up about these topics? And if I think if I wouldn't have talked to my dad about this stuff before he actually died, I just remember him saying we were at Max Diner. It was the last time we had a date night just the two of us, which was extremely rare. Like I always have my husband with me. Um, we've always got like my brothers with us or like my dad and I would always have something else going on. Or even like one of my girlfriends would be out with us, but this is like the last time that I ever had one-on-one time with my dad. And I just was telling him like the, the thoughts and ideas that I had behind my podcast. And like, I have even more past that of like one day I want to be able to like branch my podcast out and have other, if you want to start a podcast, like I think I'm human too could be like the umbrella of like I could really go out there and help other creators like start their own podcast get them up and running teach them tell them the tools teach them equipment like show them how to edit like all that stuff like we could be like this could be so much more and I told my dad that like it could be where my girlfriend Savannah was like hey Catherine like I would love to start a podcast like I love watching yours and I think it would be so dope to like share my life story. I think it would be so cool to talk about the nursing world and like I don't have any knowledge on that but if she wants to run with that like full support let me teach you everything I know like let's get you up and running. That was my goal. I want or say like my girl any girlfriend or my husband was like hey Kat like I want to start another podcast like I want to start my own. I want to talk about man things. I want to talk about the things I've been through. I want to talk about my traumas. I want to talk about my stuff like I would want him to run with that. I would want to be that base for these, for anyone, you watching, you listening. If you're like, Hey, I've always wanted to start a podcast. Like, here's my ideas. Like, let's sit down. Let's talk about that. Um, that's always been the thing. And I told my dad that, and he never really understood it at first until we were able to have that one-on-one talk. Cause he was like, because my first few episodes, I was kind of explaining like who I am, what I went through, like what my challenges are. And, and I was like very, 
I wasn't even really like deep into much. And he was like, well, where's your vision for this? Like, what's the point in this? Are you here just to like spill family business? Like, are you here just to, just to talk? Like, and I explained everything and he was like, good for you. Like, do your thing. Like, I love that for you, basically mentality. He, he was really just sitting there listening most of the time of like, wow, like I never knew that this was really a world. And I was like, dad, it's a whole world. Like, this could be so much more than just like Catherine sitting on her couch and talking about hormones and birth control, you know, like it could just be so much more. And I have so many visions for it. And my dad was like, do your thing. And that, that really, really still, I still hear him. And, and my dad was a very religious man and he would always say, you could do all things. Even like the day that we walked down the aisle, he was like, you can do all things, honey. And I know he was referencing the quote from the Bible or the the reference from the Bible of you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. But that was something that's still like, I'm going to cry. Like that's something that's still on my chest of like, you can do this. Like this is hard for me to sit through and it's hard for me to be up, up against these people because I love them. But I'm also so sick of losing myself in these other people and wanting just a seat at the table at a table that like I've never really felt fully welcome in nor like do I really agree with what's happening at that table. So at this point, I've just wanted the the place setting. And and now that I've had the place setting ripped away, I'm like, why did I even want it to begin with, you know? And so I just keep hearing my dad's voice of like, just do like, just do. And that was my thing, my dad's thing of like, do what you feel is best, but like do it in the best way that you can. Don't do it half-assed. Don't, don't go in like, with malicious intents. And that's what I've always tried to say. I've never tried to be malicious. I've never gone in with ill intentions in that manner. So now that I'm fucking crying, I just, I feel strong about so many things. And, and that's something my dad could never be shut up. And I'm for sure that kid of his that I can't either. Um, but I do, I do want to advocate for the people that are going through this and I, and then might not even be that I'm changing your life, but I'm just telling you, you're not alone. And I wish that someone would tell me that right now because I feel really alone in a lot of like what's going on. And I just feel like it just keeps getting deeper into the loneliness of this drama. Um, So I'm trying really hard to stay afloat when it comes to that kind of stuff. I know I have a really strong circle that I've built, but I keep looking around and I look at other people who have like these families and in relationships that are just so wonderful and strong and and they would do anything for their family. And I'm just like or their family would do anything for them. And I'm just like, holy crap. Like, I think it also makes me really miss my mom because my mom's very distant. Like she's not distant um, emotionally, but she's very distant physically. She's a couple hours away by drive. And it makes that hard too, because I'm just like, again, I feel like I've lost my dad. I've lost my siblings. I've lost the family that I've only ever known. And so I'm just really trying to build my own right now. Just, just kind of keep a, keep the ball rolling. So there's that. Raphael and I, I'm going to get him up out of bed. He's still upstairs laying down with the girls. Um, we're going to run some errands and then next week we will be back. I don't know if Raphael will be back with me to talk about the whole hormonal birth control journey, but we will see. Thanks for listening. I will talk to you guys next week. Have a great rest of your day.